So, the Silver Travel Podcast. And today, we're going to be heading to North America. I'm delighted to in, uh, welcome Janine Williamson, a travel writer and uh, explorer extraordinaire, I think I might say. And also Michelle Daniels, who is commercial director for UK and Europe. And in this context, they are the sales representatives of UK and Europe for American Queen Voyages. Now, Michelle, if you could give me a quick overview of the company, because they do some quite interesting things, don't they? Unusual voyages. Absolutely, yes. Uh, what's lovely about American Queen Voyages is that it's so unique in, the, in their offering. Um, so American Queen Voyages actually rebranded at the end of last year. So the name that people may be more familiar with is American Queen Steamboat Company. And um, that was very um, iconic with the, the paddle boat steamers that operate on the Mississippi. Um, but the company has actually evolved um, over the last couple of years to incorporate not just um, the river product, which it's so well known for, but also they've added in a fantastic Great Lakes um, program with, with two sister ships, um, Ocean Voyager and uh, Ocean Navigator. And uh, what's even more exciting is that they've added in an Alaska expedition program as well. Something, something very different, very unique uh, with a brand new ship called Ocean Victory. Um, so in essence, we've got three quite different programs which sit underneath the American Queen Voyages brand, so to speak. So you've got American Queen Voyages River, which is um, the Mississippi, but also a lot of the, the other rivers like the Ohio, the Tennessee, the Cumberland, the Snake and Columbia River. Um, you've got American Queen Voyages Great Lakes, which as I mentioned incorporates um, the, the, the scenic um, uh, routes of the, of the lakes. And then you've got the um, this fantastic Alaska program, expedition program. So really, I mean, I quite like that interest of getting a deep dive into some of those American rivers, which I have to admit, I had to look up, Michelle. Um, you know, we don't know them all. The Mississippi, yes, I do. The Great Lakes, I do. Tell me a little bit more about Alaska. So um, Alaska is, it's a program which operates between Sitka and Vancouver. So you can do, um, there's two itineraries that you can either do Vancouver to Sitka or Sitka to Vancouver. And um, what's lovely about this program is that it really takes you into the, the very small inlets and the riverways and the, 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 the kind of carved canals of the glaciers within the, uh, you know, off the Alaskan coast. Um, and you get to go to some places that, that the big ships just cannot get to, um, like Tracy, Tracy Arm, Endicott Arm. Um, you get to do the Misty Fjords. Um, and what, again, what's amazing about this program is that um, combined with the kind of more standard shore excursions that you would do, um, you also get to do some fantastic expeditions on zodiacs and kayaks. So we have um, marine biologists on board um, that are doing, their, they're collecting their, their data, so they're, they're research biologists, um, they're, they're active and they're collecting data as, as they're out um, on the voyages with the ships. So you can be part of that. Um, collecting data um, but also they, they take you out on um, some, some deep dive expeditions where you're literally just going where the expedition takes you so there's no route planned you'll just go off with an expert on a, on a zodiac or in a kayak 
and you'll just explore wherever it takes you. So wherever the wildlife might be or whether it's scenery might be, you'll just go off on your own little route and just explore. So that really is quite exciting. And I like a touch of adventure, not knowing that that's really good fun. <laughs> the Mississippi paddle boats, I imagine I've got this vision of sort of Mark Twaining along the river and, you know, getting the music and the vibe and also the wonderful southern food, too. Exactly that. Yes, that, that's what the, the paddle boat steam experience is all about. It's it's a real once in a lifetime experience. It's um, a very leisurely way of experiencing the back roads of America. Um, so it's a completely different view of, you know, the big cities and the bright lights that you, you expect from sort of New York and Washington and all, and all those amazing cities. This really is going back to, you know, the, the real quaint little villages and towns that are on the rivers that in some respects, haven't really changed much over the years you know from from the first sort of settlement so to speak um you've got some fantastic and you've got some fantastic themes as well so with with New Orleans and Memphis which are the two big cities that um are the start and beginning of your of your southern uh, lower Mississippi itinerary um so you've got you know your music you've got your jazz and your blues in New Orleans um you've got your rock and roll and your soul in in Memphis but in between what you've got is this real kind of quintessential um, American style um, village and towns. Um, you've got Natchez, which is one of the most uh, oldest towns on, on the river. Um, and you've got Vicksburg, which of course um, is quite iconic with the um, American Civil War with the battlefields. And then you've got um, these uh, beautiful antebellum mansions, uh, which are just unbelievable to see. And um, with American Queen, we actually get, we have an exclusive stop in Nottoway. Um, so no other, no other ships visit there. And this is an amazing antebellum mansion um, where you get a, a full, in-depth guided tour of the whole of the whole mansion and the stories that are behind it and the family that lived there and how they survived the American Civil War and how they managed to protect the house from being you know completely burnt down by by the, the battle that was raging on around them um, so it really is really fascinating so there's so much to experience you've got food you've got um, history and and you've got the music as well so it's absolutely gone with the wind come alive by the sound of it Marvellous. Absolutely Absolutely brilliant. Now, Janine, let's find out a little bit about your Great Lakes trip, because there they are. And you gave me a very quick way of remembering what they're called. Share that with us. Oh, well, yes, because when I first went on the trip, it brought back school memories of how to remember them all. And uh, what you have to remember is homes. And so not necessarily the size, but this is how you remember them all. So you think of home. So it's H for Huron, O for Ontario, M for Michigan, E for Erie, and S for Superior. There you have all five. Because I, you know, when I first knew about the trip, I managed to get four and I just couldn't get the fifth one. So um, but this was a, a completely new experience for me. I mean, I've been lucky enough, uh, Michelle's just given us a lovely overview to have been on the Mississippi a couple of times. Um, so to go on this trip was very, very different. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I did the trip. You can do it from Toronto to Chicago, which is what I did, or you can do it in reverse. And what's fantastic about it, and great pun intended in every sense, is that you do cover all five Great Lakes. You you go sail on all of them. Um, And I think for me, because I do a lot of river cruising, I do a lot of ocean cruising, and it was almost a really interesting split 
between the two, um, but with calm waters, I hasten to add, because um, these trips only operate in, in the good weather, um, because there were unusually a couple of well, lake days or sea days as you get in the ocean when you're just sailing and, and there's lots to do on board the ship, which we can talk about later. Um, and you just couldn't see at some points any shore at all. And it was just like being at sea. And, and that was one of the most fascinating parts of the trips with many other elements, but just the feeling that you are in what, what is the world's collective largest expanse of water. Um, and it's such a fabulous way to see all these different cities, um, both in Canada and in America, which you could never, well, you could do it on a road trip, but it would be an epic road trip and it would be really exhausting. So this is just such a, an easy way to see them all. Quite incredible. Now, how long did the trip take? Uh, it's a week long trip on, on sailing. And then, um, then you, you get a night in a hotel before, which is nice. So you can bed in and all the transfers and everything included. So that was another thing. Everything was made very, very easy for us. You know, all the flights were arranged, all the transfers, the hotel. So all you had to do was turn up and enjoy. All you have to do is that. <laughs> How big's the ship? Um, it, it's a, well, obviously bigger than a mainstream river cruise vessel for anybody that's been on them. Um, but only just over 200 passengers. But the ship itself is much bigger because obviously it doesn't have to fit under any low bridges or squeeze into any narrow locks. So it's really got the feeling of a sort of miniature ocean ship, for want of a better word. There are different lounges. There's a really nice bar. Um, you know, there's a, um, lecture rooms and all sorts of things like that and places you can just go and sit out on deck, which is absolutely lovely. Um, so it is quite large for a small ship in that there's fewer passengers than the mainstream river boats but the actual structure of the ship is larger and what was your top experience i mean oh. there must have been many because the great lakes <laughs> are great and there's a lot going on but there were islands i know that you mentioned this islands in the lakes i mean very hard to pick one but from personally for me because i think some of you know I'm a mad horse lover. Um, and one of the islands, which is really, really fascinating, it's called Mackinac. Some people pronounce it Mackinac. Um, and cars are actually banned on there. In fact, all, all motorised vehicles are banned on there. Um, so the only way to get around is on bicycle on foot or with these gorgeous herd of heavy, heavy horses, which are apparently the largest herd in the world, which work during the um, summer months or the, the main tourist season then some of them stay there. And in the winter, a lot of them then go back to the mainland to live there. Um, but this is the only way to get around. And it, it's just so interesting because obviously it, it just feels like you've stepped back in time. Um, you can go on these lovely excursions on these big horse-drawn vehicles. And what was fascinating to me was that um, there are more horses on the island during the main tourist season than there are permanent residents. Um, and the island has one permanent resident doctor but there are many more vets to take care of all the horses. Um, so that yeah. was done, yeah. And um, also, as well as the history there, and it's only a very small island. In fact, the um, perimeter is about eight miles. So you can hire a bicycle and, and cycle around it because what's nice again there is you're, you have a full day there. So you can either do two excursions or <clears throat> as I did, I did one excursion in the morning, then did my own thing in the afternoon. Um, and it was really fun to come back to the ship at lunchtime because, as I say, the horses do everything, which includes delivering goods around the town to local people. So when we got back to the ship, there were a couple of lovely horses outside. And they were having their lunch, huge, big buckets of grain. And they'd just been delivering some provisions to the ship. And um, the um, 
the, the, the chap who was driving them, he was very happy to talk about them, explain how much they eat and how they're cared for and everything. So that's really unique experience. I've never, ever been anywhere like that before. Yes. And I think those deeply personal touches are what make things very special, aren't they? And, and you don't forget them. Now, I know there was also um, some uh, visiting of the places where the First Nation peoples live as well. Yeah, that was really interesting. I mean, again, you can you know dip in and out of excursions. I mean, there are lots of excursions to choose from, so that you know that's really good too. But but that was fascinating because what I felt again was it was all a very very authentic experience. <clears throat> you know, we were taken to this. Uh, we were shown around a church, and then we were taken and they explained the First Nations history. Um, some of the rituals that they do with various herbs and plants for, for healing purposes and, you know, talking about spirituality and things. And then afterwards, they did a lovely dance demonstration, which was really stirring with fantastic drumming and musical instruments and beautiful, you know, um, I mustn't call them costumes, they're their native dress, which was lovely. Um, so that was very special too. And, and you, you feel you are getting a real insight into the destination. You're not just touching on it and going away, but you're spending a morning really learning and finding out and experiencing different things. So you mentioned there were things to do on your sea days, your mm. lake days. Mm. What was that? What was about on the ship? Um, well, I mean, a lot of people just enjoy just watching or the scenery or not or the lake go by. Um, there was a really nice, lovely lounge and they had some very interesting talks on the history of the lakes um, and you know what goes on there and how they're used for both you know, commercial shipping and obviously a lot of pleasure cruising as well. But that was interesting to me as well to find out about the commercial shipping that goes on with the lakes, because um, I, I probably didn't appreciate that as much before I left. Um, and then you learn some quite fun terms like the, the, the big cargo ships that come in from the sea. They're known to the um, maritime people as salties, as in referring to the salt water. And then the ships that only operate within the lakes are called lakers. And it's just little things like that that you learn. Um, and then the, the crew on a couple of the sea days, they, they organised a special tea. Um, one was actually a, an English tea party, which was, was quite fun because they loved it for the few Brits that were on board, um, you know, where they had the traditional stands with all the teas on. Um, you know, the other one was a Viennese tea. Um, yeah, so, you know, lots of very insightful talks, which would probably be the main thing to do on the sea days. Or and you ate days. well. You ate well. Yeah, what as always, eat? far too much. I mean, fantastic food. Um, you've got a choice of two restaurants, which was really nice. There's the main restaurant, which can accommodate everybody at, um, at once, where you have table service. Um, and again, just to interject, one of the lovely things with a smaller ship is the staff was absolutely delightful. Many of them actually had worked for large cruise ships, but decided they really enjoyed having a more personal experience with passengers on a smaller ship. So they had time, nothing felt rushed, you know, they could chat to you if you wanted. And I don't know how they do it, but that by about the second day, they, they got to know your names and your favourite drinks and things like that. Um, then aside from the main restaurant, there was a really nice um, buffet style restaurant right at the top of the ship um, in a much more informal setting where, where you help yourself. And I mean, in fact, that was the one to go because there were fabulous views from there because it's at the top of the vessel with windows all around. So we ate there a couple of evenings too, just to break things up. And yeah, far too much food and delicious food. So. <laughs> well, it sounds as if it was, you know, a really sort of packed week, but not over exhausting, which is what we want, isn't it? 
sometimes you come back from somewhere and you think, oh, I need to lie down and a week's holiday to get over it. So, yeah. yeah, interesting. Now, Michelle, if we're looking at some of those smaller rivers, those are where the paddle boats go, right? Yes, yes. So you've got you've got the Mississippi, which is obviously the, the most famous one, but you've got we, we've also got a number of itineraries which incorporate either the Mississippi and the Ohio, or um, uh, uh, connecting with the Cumberland and the Tennessee River, and then we've got a fantastic itinerary um, which uh, operates on the Snake and Columbia River in its in, in its isolation. So that's a completely different river um, connected to the not connected to to the Mississippi as such. Um, and each of those rivers really give a very, really offer a very different style of cruising. As I said, with the Mississippi, it can be quite busy because you've got those big cities and, and, and those um, lots of uh, quaint villages and towns and you've got all the, the history and the culture. Um, with the, um, with the, the smaller rivers, the Ohio, the Cumberland, etc., it's more about... Um, seeing the heartland of America really so you're really going into the farmlands um, and you've got so much vast landscape there um, it's not built up at all um, and it's really getting giving you a chance to really kind of immerse yourself in the local community um, as, as Janine has, you know, has, has very um, quite rightly said you know it, it is a, a much deeper experience into those destinations you're not just touching you're not just visiting those kind of touristy elements you're actually really getting into the community and a lot of the excursions that we that we offer are about you you know in meeting those those local communities meeting those those people and and getting to learn their stories about you know the, the history of the of the destination um or the the local culture there or the local um you know the local um commercial elements that are within those within those um, destinations so it, it's much more of a deeper dive into into each destination I think it sounds fascinating um and you know definitely recommend it for a geography a level goodness be fabulous what <laughs> who are the passengers is it mainly Americans seeing their own country or have we got Europeans and Brits over there too yeah, no, we, we have a good mix. Um, so it is it does attract uh, a large amount of, of Americans because they're, they're obviously getting to know their own country. Um, but we have, you know, we do have a good mix of not just British, um, but Australian. Um, we also sell in Europe as well. So um, we're, we're, we're build, building up the brand in, in places like Germany and Switzerland and France. So, you know, we are getting a, a starting to see a, a mix of, of, of different nationalities on board, which is lovely. Mm. Yeah, that always makes for a bit of fun, doesn't it? I quite like that. Yes, but then yes. Americans are always very jolly and welcoming, so it doesn't it doesn't well, matter where you come from. No, absolutely. And I, and I have to say, I, I was fortunate enough to, to travel on American Queen in June. And I have to say that the cruise that we did was probably one of the most friendliest cruises I've ever done. Everybody on board, oh, I don't know if it's because of the British accent, but um, everybody on board wanted to talk to you, wanted to find out where you were from, what you were doing. You know, everyone was just generally incredibly friendly. Um, and the lovely thing about um, about, about that is, is the, the openness. So 
particularly with the river boats, we've got um, these cabins that have open verandas. So um, we have some private verandas, but majority of them are open verandas, which basically means that your cabin opens out onto the, the open deck where people can walk past you. And you have your two little chairs outside your cabin. And quite often people sit and they read because you obviously have got a lovely view. So you can sit right next to your cabin, you know, sit and relax. And it's just so sociable because everyone, you know, people are walking past, people are sitting, you know, along, along the deck um, and everyone just loves to have a chat. <laughs> no, I mean, absolutely fascinating. And I just love the idea of going somewhere that isn't known, that is a bit different yes. and, and takes you, you know, off the beaten track, quite literally, or should we say the beaten river? I'm not sure. But hey, yes. well, yes. how fabulous to talk to you. So this is American Queen Voyages. You can find out more by going to silvertraveladvisor.com. And if you're instantly wanting to book, ring our Silver Travel Advisors on 0800 412 5678. Janine, thank you. It was fascinating to hear about that Great Lakes trip. Not something I'd have thought of, but really good to know about. My pleasure. And Michelle, thank you once again for joining us and telling us all about the wonders that could be ours.